Good morning and welcome to Friday morning, January the 15th in 2021 on When I Rise. We're currently in year B, the second Sunday after Epiphany, and we're finishing up the week of Revised Common Lectionary Readings by looking at the Gospel for the Week, which is what we normally do on Fridays. So we're going to be in the Gospel of John, John chapter 1, verses 43 through 51. So allow me to read that passage, provide a couple points for reflection, and then we'll spend our time praying along its theme. Thanks for making this party morning I want to rise. Let's allow our souls to rise and be got together in a time of prayer. John chapter 1, verses 43-51 On the next day Jesus wanted to set out for Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, Follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the town of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and told him, We have found the one Moses wrote about in the law, and the prophets who also wrote about, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nathanael replied, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip replied, Come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and exclaimed, Look, a true Israelite in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael asked him, How do you know me? Jesus replied, Before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Nathanael answered him, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus said to him, Because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree, do you believe? You will see even greater things than these. He continued, I tell you all the solemn truth. You will see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. This is the word of God for us. The deconstructionist philosopher Jacques Derrida once said that Christianity is a mad religion because it keeps closing in on itself. Um, it's an interesting observation to make, and it's one that uh, casual adherents or those who uh, just on a surface know about Christianity may not make, but those of us who've been practicing it, those of us who immerse ourselves in the biblical text, we see that the main characters of the Bible are also included on the ones who don't seem to have a full grasp on things, even though they go further and further in the faith. Uh, other people might say it this way, that uh, one is not doesn't just become a Christian at once, but we become a Christian again and again. We're always becoming Christian. And so this is what we see in the first part of John's Gospel. Uh, John, in this prologue, says that the Word of God has become flesh and has dwelt among us, and we have beheld His glory. And then from here, I think it's a cool... Uh, just an editorial move that he does here, he begins to stitch together all these micro stories almost to answer the question, well, what does it look like for the word to dwell among us? And so he goes from life to life, experience after experience, like a mosaic of tiles. And so as one pushes back from it, you see this is the picture of what it's like when when God draws near. So we see that early in John's gospel. We meet a few of the followers of Jesus. We note that a couple of them were John the Baptist's disciples that he seems to integrate into the teaching and to the way of Jesus and, and to follow Jesus. But then you have like this, uh, what we call maybe a second generation disciple, where um, the, this one Nathaniel is invited to come and to see. So um, Andrew and Peter, uh, oh, sorry, uh, Philip uh, and Jesus have a conversation in verse 43. He goes back home and he begins to tell his friends. It says, verse 45, Philip found Nathanael and told him, we have found the one Moses wrote about. And this is the one that we've been looking for. And here we have Nathanael and his criticism and kind of some 
maybe some blind spot that he has in his faith. He said, can anything good come out of Nazareth? And so Philip replied, come and see. And this is when Jesus and Nathaniel have a conversation with one another. And Jesus, operating in clairvoyance, uh, communicates to Nathaniel that he saw him when he had a conversation with Philip. That Jesus is somehow in the midst. He's invading even casual conversations between friends. And Nathaniel makes his confession. And he has his life opened. Jesus gives this promise at the end. He said, I tell you all a solemn truth. You will see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. This is a callback to the book of Genesis where when Jacob was on the run in the wilderness, he has a dream and he sees heaven opened and a ladder that stretches from earth to heaven and the angels of God ascending and descending. And he wakes up from that dream and he says, uh, Surely this is the gate of heaven, and I wasn't aware of it. So this is a religious trope. Those of us who desire to see God's face, we will have what are we feel like are just the most steady truths uh, deconstructed. Not destructed, but deconstructed so that we have to learn them over again and again. We think that we have black belts around our waist. We actually have white belts. And we're starting all the way over. This is what it's like when the Word of God becomes flesh and dwells among us. And this is a time that we need it. Right now, at the time of this recording, there's great uncertainty. It's shaking all of uh, North American culture, particularly the culture in America. And what we see in times like this is the church, uh, people within the church, uh, feel a little bit shaken. And so what's the temptation for religious leaders is just to march out and say things in definitive tones in order to calm anxious hearts. Now, there might be a measure that's important right now. You know what also might be important is to understand that during times of shaking, um, we're, not, we're not supposed to run into hiding, uh, but we're supposed to say, God, reach, reach to me through these things. Teach me these things. Teach me new things. Open my eyes. Allow the blind spots to be revealed and allow me to start over. Allow me to be born again and again and again and again. And so, anxious brother and sister in Christ, um, know that the comfort of God is with us today. He also wants to use the shaking in order to reform us and to reframe us so that we can be born again and again and again and again. So I'm going to pray that we'd be comforted, but we would also be eager to be born again and again this morning. Let's spend some time praying together. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, I thank you that you're a good and generous God, and I thank you that you're generous in the way which you shape us and you form us. You don't allow us to stay stationary, but you're transforming us. And sometimes we, we notice that in gradual Uh, progress uh, as we look over our lives, as we give ourselves to the common practices of the faith. But other times there seems to be leaps that we take in the faith. And it's perhaps during times of great uncertainty, uh, times of lowliness, uh, a time uh, where when uh, we have to hold our breath and we pray long prayers because we're seeking your guidance for the very next step. Yeah, we just recognize that this is a tumultuous time in our culture. Uh, Many factors have brought it upon us. And We thank you that you are not absent from this cultural moment, uh, that you have not left your people, that you are not leaving us behind, uh, that you're pulling us forward into your desired future. And so God, in the midst of the shakenness uh, that we're experiencing, uh, we pray that you would reveal your way to us. We're all like Nathaniel. We um, have a preconceived notion and projection of how things should be. 
And we thank you that you don't leave us there because if we're left there, we miss it. And we don't want to miss it, God. It's our desire not to miss you and not to miss out. And we don't want to forfeit any of your blessings because of our biases and because uh, of maybe of a nearsightedness. And so, God, we pray that just like Nathaniel, you'd open up our eyes and that we would have a chance to be born again and again and again. So, God, be gracious to us. Give us your grace and allow us to start over in some new way today and have the thrill of being in a journey with you. And so, God, uh, be with us. Hear our prayers and be with us in this anxious moment. We ask in Christ's name. Amen.